Hello and welcome to the 15th episode of the Crystal Clear Watchmaking Podcast. I'm your host, Luke, here with my co-host, Jay. How you doing, Jay? Uh, not too bad. I just had a, boat, a power outage at my place for like almost 24 hours. And it's at those times you realize how nice a uh, mechanical watch is. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, they uh, sent you back to the Stone Age there. Yeah, because cr- windy here and... In Southern California, they don't really plan for like crazy weather because the weather's so mild here. So, so pe- they let people build build the trees really close to the power lines, and so it always messes up when it gets windy. But what about like earthquakes? That seems like it'd be a problem there too. Yeah, but there's never like I don't want to say never, but it's usually they're minor. It's usually winds cause more damage than earthquakes most of the time. Right, but supposedly California's on borrowed time, there's going to be some gigantic earthquake like never before, blah, blah, blah. That's, that's what they say. Yeah. I mean, nothing's going to help if that hits. So <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Like, you can't really plan for that. All right. Well, normally I ask you if you got any news, but I don't need to because there is huge news this week. I don't know oh, if, yeah. you, if you have heard this with the Horology House. No. Okay. Now, you know, huge news is a relative term. I'm not going to lie. Right. Um, right. But this was a uh, YouTuber that I was subscribed to. Um, so I already knew okay, about yeah, him. The YouTuber. The yeah, news. yeah. I, I've heard of Okay. Now, now it rings a bell. Yeah. So um, he had 68,000 subscribers. Uh, 6,000 in the last month. So that means you're on an upward trajectory trajectory right yeah he was uh you know a specialist i would say and uh macro video yeah, yeah i was just gonna say the videos were usually like really well produced from what yeah. i recall a- absolutely so he would do great macro i'd say the only people who do better macro um on a technical standpoint is the watchfinder youtube channel uh, mm-hmm. i think they're they were just a shade better on the technical stuff i would say um, Horology House did a little bit more, just a little bit more dynamic shots. So instead yeah. of just putting a watch on a like rotating surface, then taking that rotating surface and rotating it slightly, so you got two um, axes of rotation at once, really dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I would say just a shade under the quality of Watchfinder videos, um, which I would consider to be absolute top level Watchfinder. Right. As long as you're watching uh, YouTube and you're just looking at macro shots. Now, of course, the best all-around YouTube channel is our incredible YouTube channel. <laughs> For sure, yeah. There's just no contest. Yeah, at Crystal Clear Watchmaking. So anyway, I want to start off by saying everything from now on is allegedly, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue <laughs> using that term, couching these sort of uh, phrases and that, because... We have some insider information coming up. It's not a full. It's not a full story on both sides. Blah blah blah. There's no um, fully. Uh, you know the story's not over. That's what I. Right. That's what I would say. All right. So allegedly, let's just start off at the punch here. Selling fake Rolexes. What? Yeah. Hey, hey, hey! I didn't even know they sold watches. I just yeah. thought they they just. I didn't know that watches. either. I didn't know that either. Uh, but he he does it through or did it through um, 
an Australian uh, Facebook page um, where people would trade, and it was called Australian Watch Buy Swap Sell, um, which is now uh, either deleted or suspended or whatever. But he wait, wait, wait. Yeah. So did he, did he do it under the guise of Horology House, or did he do it on the side and he didn't really use yeah, Horology House? Yeah, as himself. To like... As himself. Like, okay. as Horology House. Oh, okay. So, okay. Yeah. Now, so, allegedly selling fake Rolexes here. Now, the thing is, is part of this... Okay, so here's an incriminating thing, okay? Which is that he right. was selling a Rolex Daytona black dial... And it was sold below market value. Okay. Now, anyone who knows about Rolex and uh, and Daytona specifically, there's basically no reason to sell below market value. Right. Especially Daytona. Other Rolexes I could see, but not the Daytona. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of weird to sell it a little bit short unless you are, like, desperately in need of money and you want to sell it, you know, this week, you know? Yeah. That That, that raises eyebrows right there. Yeah, so that's the first thing that's a little bit off. The other thing is he started this Australian watch buy swap sell thing, uh, I guess, pretty early on. I don't know exactly right. when, but that kind of, you know, it makes it seem like he's more into the financials and wanting to trading on the side and building up his brand on YouTube. Right. Let's just say the the possible, that is not, this is not impossible, it's not impossible that he you know, got a fake Rolex and then uh, resold it, flipped it without realizing. Unbeknownst to him. Right. Now, here is my sort of my sort of thing here. Your take. So <clears throat> his so it, what you can the outlook from here, he privated all of his videos on YouTube. He oh, wow. He deleted his Reddit account. He put his Instagram on private. And he put his Facebook is deleted, I believe. Do, do, do we know his real name? Or does he just... Uh, oh, my... Snowman's... We know first, last, middle name on this guy. Oh, wow. Like... Yeah, now, now, now that you say he was Australian, because he'd always voice over the, the videos. Yep, yep. Um, now, <laughs> I just wanted to read his post on Instagram. Just give him his moment. <laughs> For what he said first, but this was deleted later. This is allegedly screen capped, although of course, okay. even the screen cap, who knows? That could Those also could be... be Photoshop, whatever, blah, 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 right? Yes, they can, yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, here's what it was supposedly written by him. He said, some of you may or may not be aware that I recently came into issues with the sale of a replica watch. Now, I just want to say, replica watch, that is a term used by people who are pro fake watches yeah exactly you know what i'm saying people who are against fake watches say fake watch yeah so he already he already acknowledges that it's a, a, a replica he doesn't so so obviously it's it's not the case where he thought it was real well he's saying after after the fact he is admitting that it's a replica but he's not saying that he's not saying that he knew it was fake from the start with that from that first opening line i it Sounds like he like right. Well, we're gonna finish. We're gonna finish. Okay. But okay, okay. I just wanted to say that that phrasing replica watch is not something you'd ever hear at like a Rolex dealer, <laughs> anyone who's like serious, right? Right. They would call them fake watches. They don't want there to be any confusion about what it is. Yeah. 
Uh, so he continues. I feel stupid, sick, numb, upset, and frustrated that I've potentially passed this on to a buyer. After a few days, the buyer returned the watch to me and immediately received a full refund. Upon inspection, the watch is a replica. Again, calling it a replica. Then he says, the fake watch transaction had a lot of my personal information in it. So if this was a legitimate, <laughs> a legitimate scam, it's been terribly executed. Right. As for any sales that were delayed in delivery, these simply failed with the supply. I tried to fix the situation, make constant excuses, and work through only to fail. At the end of the day, these resulted in refunds to the buyers. Overall, I have stuffed up, lied, and I take full responsibility. I am sorry and I apologize to those impacted or anyone that I have let down. I know a lot of you don't trust I know a lot of you trust me and you follow for a reason. I don't Expect anyone to forgive or forget. I'll be taking some time away with my family to personally deal with this, Chris. So that's <laughs> the end of that post. Now, I could tell you the website that he has is also down, and it says, right. you know, um, that uh, any orders that have been made, uh, you know, they're still being shipped or whatever. So that's a little concerning because I don't know if I'd want my order shipped. Yeah, and, and, and you know, when, whenever these kind of things come up in, the, the seller's always like, oh, we deal with the complications and it was a long process, whatever. It's very simple. You refund the money. How, how, how difficult could it be? Like, what, what, what's that argue about? Yeah, and there, that's actually a huge thing about this. So um, you can all find all this information on the Google, of course. Um, mm -hmm. The main post was on the Rolex forums, as makes mm -hmm. sense, but they're not the official Rolex forums. Actually, the most used ones aren't owned by Rolex. Right, right. <clears throat> so here's the thing. So this is what I gathered from this person who was <laughs> accusing him of this transaction and going through everything that he said. Okay. So again, yeah. this is someone else saying it. Okay. So this is not verified by police or whatever. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> So he says there was a 2.5 month delay in originally shipping the watch. That's big. Yeah. It's like how, like if I got this sort of thing, it would be like, and you would know because we've shipped stuff to each other. It's like, yeah. okay, next day it's shipped. It's insured as much as it needs to be. I send you the tracking number, bada bing, bada boom. All right. But here he supposedly has a watch that he sold and then it's delayed for 2.5 months. Now that's like, if you own the watch, why is there such a delay here? That, that tells me he, he maybe didn't even have the watch. And so yeah, I mean, that's speculation, <clears throat> but maybe. Now, <clears throat> other people have come forward and have said, you know, similar things. Um, he'd keep really? people in correspondence for months before offering refunds. Okay. That's now, stupid. Some people have the fact that he gave... Uh, refunds as evidence that he wasn't scamming but the fact is is if you were to hypothetically be selling lots of fake watches and then you refunded a portion of them when people yeah, yeah. when those people in specific figured out you're still making tons of money yeah and and you're not losing money you resell the watch that you got back exactly or even if you don't because the other person might be watching it's like even if it's the most highest tier fake it's still less than a thousand dollars, so he could just yeah. throw that away, buy another one, sell that one yeah. for twenty grand, blah blah blah. So I don't think that the fact that he gave refunds 
um, over very lengthy processes uh, as good evidence, okay? Yeah, well, that's just bad practice anyway. Yeah. Now, here is perhaps the most outrageous thing in all of this. It okay. gets more outrageous? It gets more outrageous. <laughs> now, of course, okay. this is just what the person who had the conversation with him is relaying. Okay, so so far it looks pretty bad. But... Yeah, so he allegedly sent a photo of an Australian brush fire burnt house and saying like, oh, this is my relative's house, you know, I'm really having to, you know, struggle to help them and stuff, and that's why delay, delay, delay. Oh, my and God. <laughs> this house was off of, like, Google Images. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, it was, it was like, in a really... newspaper clipping or something. To use the tragedy uh, uh, and on a fake watch sale? That that's that's like crazy. But the, the thing is like that comes off really poorly. If he did that, if he actually did yeah. send a picture D of a fake house that wasn't his house yeah. to explain a delay, I mean, jeez. Yeah, um, and I mean like whenever people do that, why do they always got to send stock photos that are like the first Google image search? <laughs> always, it's always like that. So if he's been doing this, I would a imagine there's other people out there that can right. share a similar experience. Right. So 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 anything that he's ever sold to anybody is in question now. I would look at my watch if I buy anything from him. Right. And I mean, this is all being worked out. We don't know the full story yet, but there's no reason to not be cautious with your own items, right? Yeah, but yeah. Now here's here. <laughs> so somebody re-uploaded a video that he had that was comparing fake Rolexes to real ones. Okay. Wow. The Okay. <laughs> Now that is just irony on irony. That, that's that's one of those uh, 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 like like noir crime novels where the killer writes a book about killing someone <laughs> to to say why would I do that? I why would I do exactly what I wrote in my book? <laughs> yeah. So I I pulled a few quotes out of it that were just kind of funny in retrospect. So one of them he says. As Rol he says something like, as Rolex prices are increasing, the demand for fakes has gone up. Now, mm -hmm. I just want to say, we discussed this before. We've talked, we've discussed fakes before. Most customers yeah. buy fakes on accident. Okay, so the demand right. for fakes isn't really going up. You know, <laughs> people aren't buying them directly. So, but well, it, could, it, it, it sounds it's hard like a to... bit of a Freudian slip. You know what I'm sure. saying? It's it's hard to measure that though. To be fair. It is. Like, it is. Like if, like looking back, if he's selling fakes, it uh, you it can make sense why he say, would say that to hype to like hype up his own product. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just kind of strange that he said the demand for fakes has gone up instead of like, you know, the the production of fakes have gone up or like yeah the yeah. the like passing off of fakes has gone up or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> The next phrase that just <laughs> sounds so funny in retrospect, he says, these watches are made to fool people and they do a good job of it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, him being like, obviously him being a YouTuber with a huge platform, she could like massage those videos to hide uh, the, the things to look out for in his fakes. You know, he could be like, if you spot this, it's probably real. And then he has the fake that like, right yeah that's an interesting conspiracy theory 
but you know, on on the flip side, to, to be the devil's advocate, why would you just as I mentioned, it's huge. How many how many subscribers did he have? Sixty something. Sixty seven thousand. Yeah. Why would you put all that on the line just to sell some fakes? I mean, doesn't make sense to me. He probably has followings on you know all the socials, right? Instagram. Well, Twitter, outside of stuff. watches, I have been pretty successful myself on YouTube, and mm-hmm. I have to say. Um, if you're like very much into like, uh, I guess like gathering wealth or whatever, like just making as much money as possible, 60,000 yeah. subscribers on YouTube, it's not going to make you like any money. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, no, I know. But when you're at 60,000, like it's, 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 it's like a, uh, I, I hope I'm using the right term, but it's like the curve goes like higher, right? Like, right. And he was it, on a very it, like. Uh, like good exponential trajectory. Traje- trajectory exactly. There. Like once you hit a hundred thousand, you're you're gonna start seeing profits, right? Yeah, and the other thing is that you can use these platforms as like a way to start um, good brands. Like there's a guy called uh, Frederico Talks Watches on YouTube. He has a uh, Delray Watch Supply, I think is him. Yeah, he uh, now with uh, with that other John P guy. Yeah, so like you yeah. could do something like that, and I mean. Of course, I've never seen one of his watches, but presumably they're they're very yeah, legitimate. Yeah. yeah, and and then that Jack and Bark guy, he he doesn't even sell watches. He just uses his platform to uh, sell straps. There you go. So, so. there there are a lot of ways of monetizing, even if you can't make a living off of just the YouTube subscribers and and the ads run there. But but again, like like we mentioned, the crazy thing is that his videos were like some of the best. Yeah. Like, you know, you yeah. know, like quality wise. So it's like you already got that advantage because a lot of these watch um, YouTubers, you know, ours excluded is they're like pretty amateurish, you know? <laughs> so, yes, ours excluded. Uh, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot of them can be. A lot of them are just like person talking into yeah. camera, you know, which is which is fine. But it's when you have the shine and sheen of a nice production, it's easier to get viewers. Yeah, these days, I don't actually watch YouTube videos that often. A lot of times, I'll just listen because the production quality isn't that high. I just treat them kind of like a podcast. Right. And then it has to be something like Watch Finder for me to be looking down and being, you know, actually watching. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so um, the other thing about this fake Rolex video is he is selling himself in that video as someone who is capable of spotting fakes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's not the best look. The irony. And and the other thing about it is um that you know it's someone who's like so into macro photography, watch details, really looking yeah. close. Yeah. You know, ugh, like it makes it harder to kind of believe that a that a fake watch could be passed off um innocently. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm yeah, not saying but... that it, I'm not saying that it, that it wasn't passed off innocently, yeah. it just makes it harder to believe that story. But the other thing is, if this is a one-off, like that could make like even then it's hard to believe. But if it is multiple times, then that's the, to me that's like the smoking gun. That it's harder to believe. Yeah. Now yeah. the accusations of being sold a fake, and remember, nobody knows who these people online are. Anyone can right. accuse anyone of anything. Uh, you know, but like, like, like the buyer could have received a real one and sent back a fake. That could happen. Yeah, that's a thing that happens. Of course, we try to use um, 
very detailed photography, serial numbers, so on and so forth to stop that from happening. But people do try to do that. But the yeah. current accusations of being sold a fake are apparently 10 plus. Wow. See, that's pretty damning. Yeah. But of course, they're just accusations, you know? So now here's, yeah. here's, a, here's a weird thing. I don't yeah. understand why he created a watch enthusiast channel because there's something in in watches which we haven't talked about before but i think is very obvious and clear but there's watch enthusiasts and then there's wealth enthusiasts you know what right. i'm saying So like the people right. who are taking pictures of an expensive watch um with their porsche steering wheel you know that is to gather wealth enthusiasts um as an interest you know what i'm saying so right. everything you do in a youtube video everything is thought of i've made tons of them dozens and dozens of music uh, of youtube videos right. and when you do there's nothing in the background by accident or whatever so there's some people who do like watch reviews and stuff and they just casually have a stock yeah. market chart on in the background on their computer you know what yeah. i'm saying it, this sort of thing i think that's a, yeah it would have made more sense for him to make a wealth enthusiast channel. Um, and he could have done that with all these watches. But instead, it was like more of like a macro watch enthusiast detail focused channel. So like the people that he got interested in him so that he could, you know, trade with them if he was intentionally giving them uh, you, you, oh, so you, fake watches. When, it's like, when you say trade with them, you mean rip them off? Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, so yeah, and 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 like not and like the, the watch enthusiast community, it's like they're gonna spot details, you know. So it's like yeah, I mean, it's pass like, off fakes to them. Yeah, it's like not considered a detailed thing to notice the um, dot on the Speedmaster bezel switching from vertical to horizontal in um, in uh, vintage uh, examples right. compared to modern ones. That's not considered a huge detail to notice. Yeah. So the idea that you're going to sell people like this um, fakes is just not really why why would anyone attempt that? In fact, it's almost it's almost a defense of him. How could he possibly think that he would get away with it if he really did? <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, and, and and the other thing is that like it's like one thing to like sell a fake Omega and not to like crap on Omega or anything. But then to like sell up, like when you're getting into that price range for like Daytonas, like the like the gall to sell a fake one of that, like like you really need some some guts to do that. Yeah. Now the person who who posted this thing for the first time, they had all sorts of photos and comparisons, um, showing why they believed it to be fake. Um, even the box and papers and everything was fake. Which you know, if you get a real box. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that can help you pass off a fake, you know, a little bit. That's, um, that's some good tips right there. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'll keep that in mind next time I'm trying to sell a fake. But yeah, it's just uh, fake all the way around, allegedly. Um, now, here's here's the thing, okay? Here Here is the real deal. So people have already contacted police and local trading authorities in Australia. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I would. I mean, I we haven't talked about how much the prices of these are, but I don't even want to know. It's going to be so high. Yeah, now this is, that would be a big deal, okay? Uh, because um, they don't mess around, 
Okay. Right. This is first world country stuff here. Okay. And 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 after certain amounts in the U.S. at least it becomes grand larceny or something, right? Yeah, like grand certain, larceny is. I don't want. 10, I don't know. I wanted to say ten thousand. That's what I wanted. Yeah, to I want to say. I thought I've heard ten thousand before. Yeah. Whereas grand theft auto specifically exists because yeah. automobiles can be worth less than that, but are very important right. things for people to own. So I think yeah. grand and theft it's also auto very, is very yeah. It's also a very popular video game. yes um and then here's the other thing that you know internet sleuths you know once you get them started they'll never stop but supposedly um he was collecting tax but he's not registered to (laughs) charge tax in in australia so i mean that's i mean that's if you're already that over the edge i mean you might as well i mean it's like peanuts at that point it's like if you're gonna screw people over you might as well right so you know allegedly charging tax when he doesn't have the authority to do so i could tell you governments are not happy with that yeah because it's not getting passed to them yeah and tax on ten thousand dollars ten percent of that and you do the math (laughs) yeah um so so that is concerning if that is truly the case now what i could tell you is Rolex is very much like the Disney of watch companies. Now, anyone who knows a thing or two about Disney knows they are very litigious. Okay. They do not mess around. There was um, a story a while ago that made Disney look horrible. There was a a little kid who died of um, cancer and he was Mm -hmm. like huge Spider-Man fan his whole life. You Mm -hmm. know, he was like single digits years old and Mm -hmm. um, the family wanted to put... um, like spider-man on his gravestone really yeah and disney was like nope damn (laughs) that's funny because disney you know like i've heard stories where i haven't heard that story but i heard stories where like some kid will be dying of cancer and they'll get to watch like the the new star wars or avengers before it even goes you know because they're not gonna make it till the opening day yeah i have heard that i don't know i don't know how these people make these decisions but (laughs) honestly you can do that 10 times and then deny the kid his gravestone once in in my book it's you know disney's not coming out ahead there there's there's probably a like a disney cancer division and they just you know go through the cases (laughs) there you go figure it out now now you know in disney i mean even if you just have something that vaguely looks like the mickey mouse head silhouette they are on you you know what i'm saying so they don't mess around rolex is the same way okay yeah they are not messing around because and especially because you know so like so many people like mess around like making fake rolexes and stuff that's gotta be the number one fake brand like it's like it's like a it's like a stereotypical thing of a fake rolex yeah now i mean and i'm sure that they are just chomping at the bit to find anyone that they can just <laughs> crucify um, because there's so many times where, you know, it's done from like China or stuff and they're not interested in helping Rolex um, yeah. with this kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But Australia, <laughs> yeah, they will. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I mean, you may or may not know, but Rolex is a big tennis sponsorship. That and, too. Uh, that too. And the Australian Open is going on right now. And they're, you know, they're the official timekeeper. I, 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 maybe not at the Australian Open, but for sure Wimbledon, the U.S. Open. 
Yeah. So if this story is true, and we are just, we're not saying any of it is, but if it is, <laughs> Rolex, I wouldn't be surprised if they came down very hard on this man. It doesn't look good. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> what I wanted to, what I wanted to say in the end, okay. Yeah. Oh, and, and, and part of this that, that is out there is this guy posted this, like, his entire chat with, um, Horology House, okay. It's yeah. on the Rolex forums, and it is, he, he took away all the personal identifying information, so, you know, he wasn't, like, going insane with his revenge or whatever. Right. But I scrolled through it a little bit, and I can tell you, it is extremely long. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to imagine somebody with such a grudge that they would write such a long document on their own. Like, oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, but but especially when there's like 10 other people who can corroborate. <clears throat> yeah, and then the other thing is that he did make this Instagram post, supposedly, assuming that the screenshot is real, because <laughs> it's now been deleted, supposedly. But yeah. if this is real, then this transaction really happened, which would lead more credibility to his discussions with this guy. Yeah. But, I mean, it was literally every possible delaying excuse for forever and ever, amen. It was like, yeah. oh, well, you, uh, I guess the transaction's not going through the banks. You know, I'm a new, I'm a new customer, you know. Uh, <laughs> you know, maybe since I'm not a longtime customer, it's taking a little bit longer for a big transaction, so on and so forth. Oh, uh, you know, the tracking number, uh, I'm not too sure, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Oh, I... Uh, insurance you know i'm claiming insurance on the tracking because maybe the package was lost and <laughs> you know well, the insurance company is investigating uh, blah, blah, blah. oh one of my family members <laughs> died in the new zealand volcano <laughs> i mean it Here's was just like i was reading it i was just like this is unbelievable <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, crazy of course of course this could be a creative writing exercise by somebody who's got it out for poor old Chris. But this guy's a good writer, if so, must be said. We'll see if any anyone else, any other people show up. Because, like, even if you, let's say in the past you bought a watch from this guy and it was a fake and whatever, he refunded your money, right? Yeah. I'd still be pissed off that you bought, sold me a fake in the first place, even if you refunded my money. Yeah, and that's right. Why, that's why this guy finally, you know spoke up about it apparently he was trying to keep people quiet in other transactions you know like oh i promise you i'm the most innocent man ever don't don't destroy my <laughs> my business you know it was a total accident and of course all of this all of this is alleged we're really gonna get the final answer let me tell you justice moves slowly in first world <laughs> countries but it, it 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 can move uh very uh powerfully when it does so, I mean, we probably aren't going to hear a final result of this for like a year or two years. Well, I'm curious to know what happens. Yeah. Because it well, looks really bad for this guy. But innocent yeah. until proven guilty, right? Absolutely. Innocent until proven guilty. And we're going to, I guess, keep our ears to the ground. And if we if we see this pop up again as there's a final result, we will, we will update you. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I Very... saw this and I was just blown away, dude. Yeah, that, that that's a big channel. Like they pop up a lot of my recommendations. You know, as they should. 
I mean, I, yeah. as I was saying, Watchfinder was the only one who was making, like, consistent videos that were better. Yeah. Like, of course, there's other people making better videos. Like, uh, a lot of, the, like, watch brands and stuff make amazing videos. Yeah. But they only release a video, like, MBNF, they only release a video, like, every few months, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yes, they've got amazing shots of their watches that are very poorly um, advertised. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because, like, MBNF will release a video on this amazing, unbelievable watch, and it'll be, like, 2,000 views. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, there are people who make better stuff, but as far as consistently making stuff, it was pretty much Watchfinder and Horology House near the top with the uh, Watchfinder on top. There, I mean, in, in the watch world, there's usually not big, like huge shocking things like this so it's like everyone it's exciting when not, i mean it's not exciting if you bought a fake but you know it's a big event yeah and it's very rare that <laughs> this uh fake watch stuff ever touches first world countries and well-known people you know yeah yeah they're always like oh second party like bank account from you know some some chinese bank or whatever, and then the yeah. money gets moved out before PayPal can pull it, and then yeah. goodbye, yeah. and they disappear <laughs> from the internet. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. that's what we're used to. We're not used yeah. to somebody being accused of selling fake watches, and it's like, here's his first, middle, last name. We know yeah. his his address. You know, like all this type of thing. Oh yeah, by the way, he's a big YouTuber, or he's a popular YouTuber. Yeah. So I mean. This is this is a pretty unusual event. It just goes to show you, you got to be like, like we said in, the, in our eBay video, uh, uh, buyer beware all the time, no matter where, what it is, no matter what it is, even if it's a popular YouTuber, apparently. Yeah, and and we do we did give you the solution for making sure that you've got a real watch, and the answer <laughs> yeah. is buy from an authorized dealer. Yeah. <laughs> If you're really concerned, you know? Yeah. I mean, but but sometimes you don't have, like, a choice, right? Like, to get a vintage Rolex, like, you, you got you to gotta trust somebody. Yeah, you got to trust somebody for, for the vintage stuff. And you At just, some point. Yeah, and, you know, a, a better way to do that is to sort of, you know, look at, look at how much their reputation matters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if yeah. these people have been... If it's, like, Watchfinder, you know... They've been selling watches in the UK for forever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. You're not going to get a fake from Watchfinder. That's not going to yeah. happen. Right. Yeah, I mean, some of the big YouTube, like 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 you were saying, that Federico guy and Delray, like I've seen some of the videos and I would trust them. But again, they're not that big of a YouTuber, YouTube, you know, subscriber count. But he's not that big legit. on YouTube. He's not that, um, his business hasn't been around that long, you know. Right. Right. He's done some interviews with his uh, official watchmaker that checks on the watches and stuff. Right. I mean, I mean, this is not about Delray Watch. <laughs> no, no. I I don't know how to decide for people like Delray Watch. Honestly, I just don't know. Uh, there's uh, other YouTubers who will like endorse, like, uh, like like an online store or something. Like, for example, that I don't know if you heard of that Teddy Belisari Belisari or something. Yeah, he's a he's a YouTuber, and he's always like, I get my watches from this guy. Obviously, that store pays him, but he's a big YouTuber, so I would assume that store is legit. Right. The other thing about Delray watches in, in specific 
um, is that Federico, he has a very, like, quirky tastes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So a lot of the watches yeah. that he buys are, like, so unusual. It's, like, hard to imagine <laughs> that anyone is faking them. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, he does. And, but, like, I mean, you, you can't you can't judge a book by its cover, but just his personality, he seems like a nice guy. So I, I, I don't recall ever seeing the horology house guy because it's always his voice, I remember. Right. He would talk at the beginning and then at the end he'd do a little thing, but you're right that it was almost all voiceovers. Yes. Um, and I have to say, you know... And again, this is not proof of anything, but I would always like skip through him just talking and get to the macro shots because like I I didn't really like his like his personality. Like he always yeah, felt like a little yeah. bit I, I I see what you're I see what you're saying. He always had like the kind of like luxury seller yeah. vibe where it's like, oh, this is for the prestigious people, blah blah blah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, as 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 Australian accent kind of, I think, is like for <laughs> foreign, and then so it's like, but it was like very cold and very like polished. Whereas that Federico, again, we're going back to Federico. He seems like a jovial, jolly guy. You could genuine like, just sit down guy, and talk, right? Yeah, like have you know? a beer with him or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. But again, these are all just, we don't know these people. So. so yeah, this is the big news. Um... And and we'll keep you updated, we promise. Now, what watch are you wearing today, buddy? Well, since we're recording on a, on our off day, I'm I'm wearing a, my Apple Watch because I just got back from work, and this I just usually wear it to work. So, mm-hmm. by the way, I just wanted to go back to this for half a second, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> which is. If there is, you can't get enough of it. You just can't get enough. <laughs> I can't. If there is anything that is, you know, the worst sin, if it's true, okay, uh-huh. the worst sin. It's not the selling the Rolexes. It's not. It's it's not almost anything about it. The worst sin by far is if he really did use the fake brush fire house burning down photo. You think that's the worst? Yeah, I, it's just inexplicable if that is true. If it is true that he sent that photo, it's just inexplicable how anything else he says could be true. Okay, I'm 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 gonna one up you here. I think the worst, if we're gonna start talk comparing the worst, the worst is not the fact that he used a photo. It's and 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 I've mentioned this before. The fact is that this guy is like. For, 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 from all uh, appearances to be a very highly skilled video editor YouTuber, right? Could, am I correct? Would you say? Yeah, yeah. Um, and he picks the first uh, stock photo that some guy could Google. <laughs> to me, that's the worst thing. Like, well, I don't why? Know. Like, pick a better photo. Like, go outside and take a picture of a house. <laughs> well, the thing is, is like, I'm like, not edit sure if a it picture was like that can, you can't even Google. Yeah. Have you have you ever used the Google Image Reverse Search? Yeah, I have. Where you paste an image and you want to like, yeah, and you want to see if it's yeah, been yeah. elsewhere on the internet, where it first came yeah. from, such and such. So yeah, I don't I'm think not many sure if it was figured that, out though. just because of the reverse search, and you know, it'll find anything even if it's a million pages down with the reverse search. Right. Right. So I'm not sure that the brush fire home photo was on the top, or not. Right. But, well, I, okay. If if it was, and usually they are. When you when you're talking about this kind of thing, <laughs> when people use stock photos, um, so yeah, to me that's the worst sin because if that <laughs> is true, 
how could you trust this man on anything? Oh, well. You know, I like, mean, this, fake this national is... emergency stuff. I mean, just unbelievable. Yeah, but you know what? Like, to, again, to be devil's advocate, and it's going to sound really stupid, that photo could actually have been his aunt's house. It just could have been made the news. You know, it could have been. <laughs> you, I like right? that. I like that. You, yes. You, again, innocent until proven guilty. I mean, that's the, in America, that is. I mean, Australia might be backwards. I don't know. Well, they're a British colony, so their justice system is pretty similar. But, um, like, it just so happens that that is the photo. So, I mean, he can't yeah, do and it could that. also be that he actually never sent out this photo and this whole thing is made up. Yeah. Um, except, I mean, the Instagram post that he is apologizing. But again, we don't, we can't, but we can't verify say that the, the, the Instagram the, post is real either. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, but definitely worth covering. I mean, just to explain why one of the like best sites is gone we should get the buyer as a guest on the show that would be awesome right because <laughs> <laughs> we have all the i, I, I mean you, you you tell me but all the contact info seems to be out there on reddit and stuff i could contact on him forums. on the on the uh rolex forums right yeah uh, i mean that, that's an interesting concept for like a buying guide to get someone who uh you know bought. i mean we're, i don't think we're gonna get the horology house guy no, uh, he's gone underground. I mean, well, here's, here's the thing. Hey, 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 I'm, 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 I'm impartial. I have no bias. So if he wants to, what's his name? Chris? Chris, yeah. Hey, Chris, if you're listening, uh, if, if you want to, you know, say your side of the story, we're here for you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, we would take Chris on um, and, and just listen to what he has to say. Yeah. I mean, if we want to get both on at the same time and clear the air. That can happen that too. Seems so unlikely, but we would I do mean, it. We would do it. There's arbitrators for a reason, right? Yeah. Now it has to be said though that even if this was just a fake story that exploded, Chris's uh, response outside of the Instagram post, let's say that's fake, but if it was just if it was just deleting everything and getting off the internet, that might still be a reasonable response, even for someone who's innocent why why do you say it? to me that smacks of guilt uh because like um and now i think now this is just you youtuber insider stuff okay but okay. the way that youtubers actually get rid of all their videos is they don't delete them i mean it is painful to delete something that takes so much effort right, right. what they do is they change their permissions from public to private yeah so effectively it does the same thing yeah, so it's gone. The outside public can't tell the difference. Um, but if you ever want to like relaunch the channel or something, like let's say all of this is fake. Two years from now, all of the investigations are done with the tax stuff, the trading authorities, Rolex. They say, hey, this Chris guy, he's good to go. And <laughs> then he wants to relaunch his channel. Then he could relaunch by just making everything public again. And... Um, you know, with his name already cleared. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So that is the way that you do that if you are just trying to, like, weather a storm. Because there are people who have weathered storms. I don't know if you saw the Johnny Depp thing recently. No. Well, he, what, what, what do you, he, he, what, like, he was, the last, the only thing I know of Johnny Depp is he was accused of, like, hitting his ex, uh, what's her name? His ex yeah his like or ex-wife or something i'm not really into the hollywood <laughs> stuff but somehow this came across me but <laughs> okay what happened was 
is because I never knew the original thing like you knew the original thing. But now right. there's like recording coming out where she is just sounding like the literal like classic abuser where she's like, oh, you made me hit you. And I just can't control myself when you make me that way. Like, blah, blah, blah. You know oh, what I'm saying? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what's her name now? She, she was in uh, She was in Aquaman. Aquaman. Yeah. Um, she was Mira in Aquaman. Yeah, and I didn't even watch Aquaman. I really didn't know anything about this. <laughs> You're not into this. the Hollywood stuff, but you know. <laughs> I didn't know anything about this until this, like, update to the story, even though I didn't know the original story. All right. So, anyway, Chris could be Johnny Depp, you know, and everyone is going at him for now. And then, in a while, he'll come out vindicated, and Horology House will rise again. Yeah, uh, yeah. well, I mean, like, it, that's why there's, like, we joke about it, but it's innocent until proven guilty, because a lot of times you just hear the first headline, and then uh, you never hear the rest of the story, and people just assume, oh, hey, that, yeah, that guy screwed these people over, and it's like, no, he was innocent, actually. Yeah, so just like the Johnny Depp thing, even when things seem pretty uh, damning or whatever, you know, we'll see. We'll see what actually happens. So Amber Heard was her name. Yeah, yeah. So there's audio out there that just... She just sounds like the classic person who's abusing her spouse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This, this is, like, unbelievable. Um, I'll do my wrist check. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I am wearing a King Seiko. Oh, nice. Um, And it is, if you guys want to look up numbers, it is a... 5625-7111. Now we'll find you the exact model. Say, say that again? 5625-7111. Oh, that's a nice one. Yeah, I mean, this this is with the grammar of design, as they talk about with Seiko. Um, <clears throat> before, they had a lot of very like curvy cases and stuff. Here we get yeah. some sharp edges in there. Um, the lugs are really the huge, obvious difference before and after grammar of design. This one is post-gold medallion. They used to put gold medallions on their case backs that just looked swanky. Right. <laughs> um, this is after the gold medallion. Um, it's, it's got the white um, dial. It does. It's got like a silvery dial. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got that... A very nice, like, uh, fine sunburst silvery dial, um, applied Seiko, applied King Seiko. That high beat thing down there, H-I-B-E-A-T. I um, see that. But what's that little symbol underneath it? That little symbol underneath it? So there's two symbols, okay? And one of them, I'm not going to pronounce this well, but one of them's like the Daini factory and one of them's like the Daishi factory or something like that. But those are the two factories that are, like, competing against each other or whatever. So that's the factory symbol. It's kind of like when you, for people that are into like coin collecting, how it'll have like the penny and then there'll yeah. be like the mint is like, so you actually know which mint it came from. Oh, so there's like okay. a tiny I, I little P on the penny. That means Pennsylvania mint. Interesting. And, and then I think there's like a D is Denver mint or something. I don't know. I'm not really a coin collecting master. <laughs> that symbol looks like a, looks really similar to a, a movie studio logo hmm. but but i can't remember the name of the 
movie studio. Because, and you know, at the beginning of movies, they show like the credits of the movie studio. And that, yeah, it yeah, looks like absolutely. a similar one, but I, I don't recall the name. It doesn't remind me of any movie studio things. But then again, I don't really do the movie thing too much. Uh, <laughs> the thing that I really like about the Swatch, well, there's a few things. But one of the things that I like about it is the dial that I've got on mine is flawless. Like, right. absolutely flawless. And this is something with luxury watches like this that is different than historical and high-end watches today, um, which is that this is just like a like a paint or coating or something like that. And so you'll see when you look at like eBay listings and you look really close at the edge of the dial, you'll see that sometimes they're like pulling up off the edge of the dial and they've like flaked away and started eating their way inwards. All right. This one doesn't have any of that anywhere. Looks fantastic. Now, of course, if you wanted your watch to last forever, um, you would do an enamel dial, right? All right, all right. Because I mean, you dig out, um, you dig out like old skeletons and stuff, and their teeth are still there. All right. And we do all sorts of like uh, skeleton studies using their teeth, right? Yeah. Um. So yeah, if you want a dial that just lasts forever and ever and ever, it's enamel. Now. Seiko wasn't doing enamel with dials back then, and I don't know if they even do many enamel dials now, even in Grand Seiko. Right. But, um, yeah, you'll see them around enamel dials, and those just last forever and ever and ever, and they always look perfect. So I'm actually a pretty big fan of enamel dials. In fact, you want to hear my dream watch? Sure. Dream watch right here, okay? <laughs> I like the whole longevity thing, okay? I love that. Right, right. So... I would like all the movement plates and bridges to be made out of gold. Okay, um, that's been done. That's not a that's not an unheard of thing. But of course, it's more expensive. But on the plus side, noble metal, it's good forever. You know. Right. Yeah. Um, I'd like the gear train wheels to be made out of gold. That was done in the past, to my understanding. There isn't a reason why you couldn't do it again. Like mm-hmm. brass isn't worse. Um, isn't better, sir. Case, platinum. Platinum. Uh, Blingy. Exhibition, uh, case back and front, sapphire. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'd want the dial to either be enamel or, or, and this is probably the better one, um, a, a gold dial, guilloche cut with those really fancy uh, patterns. And then from there, rhodium plated. So it's actually a white gold dial. And then white gold indices hands. Um, And so why did I just like name only like the most expensive crap imaginable? It's because all that stuff would just last forever. Hmm. That is a watch that would be handed out like (laughs) so many generations. There's literally no reason why I couldn't keep get handed down. Unless you are like, you know, using it as a hammer on something. Of course, it's not invincible, but. So you're saying you want all the internals to be gold? Yeah. So isn't that not gold, not as durable as other metals? It's not, but for the plates and the bridges, it doesn't matter because, like, the plates and the bridges have jewels in them, and those jewels are what are actually, like, touching uh, all the okay. pivots and stuff. Now, the pivots will still have to be polished uh, carbon steel. Okay. So that would... And and so would the barrel, I don't think, could be gold either. Um, 
and of course the springs and stuff but basically like 95 percent of the watch would be um age proof into eternity you know yeah this should be so if this was your dream watch since we're going there what what brand would you want it to be oh um because because not that type of watch would work with every brand you know what i mean right i mean i would love it if it was made by some small um really old school style watchmaker like your vianney halter like um roger smith who's the uh apprentice to george daniels um Mm. you know something something small like that one of these really um nice guys uh maybe not roger smith because even though the watches are beautiful and stuff um they're not made by george daniels and if they're not made by george daniels then the english uh style of um decoration is maybe a little more plain than i would like yeah and they also do like pretty heavy like uh bridges and main plates so you can't see as much of the movement um now that's actually a problem with the not a problem i mean but um along and zana they like to do like huge plates that just cover almost everything in the movement mm-hmm. um and they decorate everything super beautifully of course um but you don't get to see the internals as much they don't do anything even close to skeletonization Right. So where you tend to see them really showing off and flexing is when they make like a chronograph, um, because in that case you can't have a big plate all the way across. So, right, right, right. So then you get to see all of the like wonderful work that they do. Um, yeah, it would be very hard to select exactly who would do it, but I would like one of these smaller like Vianney Halter, Roger Smith people. Even Alonganzana might be too big, for mm. for my dream perfect watch <laughs> okay <laughs> so this perfect watch i'm curious what what size is like the diameter i'm trying to picture it what's what size is the case size the lug to lug okay it's manual wind okay hmm? okay so it's manual wind um it doesn't have a bracelet i'm not a bracelet okay. man what, um, what, what strap them that doesn't matter okay <laughs> you, you, you realize you and like. we've discussed this they don't sell watches without straps right Right, right. But this isn't sold. This is a okay. bespoke piece. Okay. 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 That um, doesn't go with a strap. <laughs> um, so I think I'd do something like 30. So manual wind, exhibition okay. case back. Um, I would want it uh, no rotating bezel or anything. It's like more of a dress side of the watch of watches. Okay. Got it. Uh, maybe it would have a coin edge. I, I like those coin edge cases. Um, those look pretty cool. Um, let's see. Lug width, uh, 20 millimeters. Um, I don't know if I do 39 millimeters or 40 millimeters on the size. Maybe okay. 39 would be more eternally useful. Like, you know, if, yeah. if trends go smaller, then it can sort of still fit in there. And if they go bigger, then it's still not too small yeah and smaller is more like vintagey even though i'm if i'm not sure that's the look you're going for but yeah and it wouldn't be a chronograph because i don't i don't really care about chronographs um let's see yeah what would the complications be on this i want a power reserve on the back that you see through the exhibition case back Uh uh-huh um 
I don't know if we'd do something like a moon phase with um with a date pointy hand both on the same subdial. Uh-huh. That 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 looks nice. Um I'm assuming there's not going to be a tourbillon on this thing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> there is. Okay, there is. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. There's going to be a tourbillon, so it can't have seconds with the moon phase on top because the seconds is going to be a 60 second tourbillon. Okay. You're okay. you're right. That was so silly. <laughs> of course. What How Tried ridiculous. To trick you there. Yeah, how ridiculous of me to suggest otherwise. Um but yeah, if I'm having a 60 second tourbillon, then the seconds hand will just be on the tourbillon uh and yeah and i i think i actually wouldn't want any other complication okay just a really nice guilloche dial um minutes hours 60 second tourbillon power reserve indicator on the back this is the plan very simple looking but very nice yeah just just as much class as can possibly be put in there basically (laughs) i like it um and then I don't want anything on the dial, okay, for writing. Okay. How will people know what brand it is? They won't. It's not about okay. brands. Okay. Um, I don't know. Maybe it could have a brand. <laughs> I'd have to really be, be begin to fall in love with it. But it couldn't have anything but the brand name or logo. Nothing. Okay. And if it has a brand name, it can have the logo too. It has to be one or the other. And Just, then, but, but very simple is what you're saying for the dial. Like very, yeah. very, very minimalist. Yeah, and I, although you know the guilloche pattern and everything, that's very complex. So it's like minimalist, but enjoyable. Um, and then I want it to have um, two hundred or a hundred meters water resistance, but not okay. written anywhere. You know. Okay. Yeah. Like it's just designed so, in spec to that, but it's you don't see it anywhere. Wh- why a hundred? Why not two hundred? Three hundred? Four hundred? I'm not sure how much is realistic, <laughs> is okay. my thing. Well, it's a dream watch. Right, but I want to keep it in within the realms of possibility. And I don't want okay. to, like, pump up the crystal thickness a bunch where it just gets okay. ridiculous looking. Okay. Um, oh, oh, that's what that's what it would be. The, the, the name of the company, you know how Rolex lasers the little crown at six? Yeah. It can yeah. just be lasered on really subtle like that. Okay, I like that. Um, and nothing on the back, like the case back, there won't be like words written in the circle around or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. Just pure exhibition. That's it. That's it. And the manual wind, that way you can, there's no rotor in the way. Ah, I like that. It could be automatic if it had one of those micro rotors, which are very sexy, (laughs) but I like manually winding stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I, 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 I finally see that trend in you whereas i think i i like the idea of automatic but i also i also like how one of the advantages of manual winding is it can be it's thinner because you don't have the rotor in the back how do you feel about the rotor being in the way of looking at it yeah that's another problem but i don't have many exhibition case back watches so i mean i think you like exhibition more than i do so to me i would rather it be thin and 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 that's both like it's like the, it's like a win-win with the manual wind. It's thinner and that the rotor's not in the way. So yeah, okay. What I would say is, it could be micro rotor, which is very cool and very sexy, uh-huh. or it could be manual wind. But if it's if it has the micro rotor, right. then I don't want the power reserve anymore. 
on the back because it's like less meaningful. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Because I like manual winding and seeing that power reserve go up. Right. I mean, probably the most extreme power reserve. I actually like the look of. Um, have you seen the Nomos Lambda? No. Okay. Here, I'm just gonna show it to you. All right. You don't need to. I'm gonna paste it. You don't need to do any effort finding it. Um, and this has the most excessive power reserve of all time. Oh, this brand. I remember you showing me this brand before. It's very simple looking. Yeah. Now the power reserve is that giant dial at 12 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've told you before, I'm not a huge fan of power reserve dials. Right. Because you think it feels kind of electronic and all your electronic devices yeah. have power indicators and stuff. So you... yeah, it just, just, I just don't like them. Yeah. And I'm not huge. I think the power reserve on the exhibition case back is like such a genius uh, way to work around that. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but for some reason, even though this is maybe the most obnoxious power reserve in the business, <laughs> <laughs> I like the look of this watch. It doesn't even look like a power reserve from like at a glance, you know, it's like, it's gotta be something else. No. Right. Like you wouldn't think it'd be just this gigantic power reserve. Cause I'm used to the Grand Seiko's where it's like that little dial, like off to the nine around. It's like a little thing. Now I did consider this watch, which is Chinese fakery. (laughs) (laughs) Nomos Lambda. Okay. But they don't have Nomos on there. You know, they're just stealing the whole design and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's like an homage. This is not illegal. Um, Yeah. And I'll post it so you guys could see it. But you can see. I mean, obviously, the design for this watch came from a very specific company. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was considering getting it. It is $70 instead of $17,000. <laughs> and at $17,000, I would buy something else. Like, the Lambda's nice, but I wouldn't buy it for that price. You know what I'm saying? That's a, yeah, that's pricey. So... Um, but at $70, now we're talking. I mean, of course, you look at it, and it immediately doesn't look as nice as the Nomos Lambda. <laughs> yeah, but for but you know what? For $70, it looks nice. Especially yeah, for $70, it back. looks nice. Yeah. Now, yeah. you want to know why I decided not to buy this? It's too expensive. It's fake. No, it's not fake. It's just... Okay. It's 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 an homage. Yeah. And, and generally, I'm not huge on homages, although I do acknowledge their right to exist okay mm-hmm. um but the reason i'm against this is because the nomos lambda is manual wind so having mm. a power reserve makes sense this thing yeah, is that, automatic that rotor on the back uh, does take up like it does it looks nowhere near the same as the lambda no i mean it just looks like why why would you make this movement automatic right now of course for the nomos lambda somebody who's buying that watch they probably know a thing or two about watches. They appreciate that it's manual wine, blah, blah, blah. Whereas somebody who's spending $70 on a watch and just thinks this looks kind of cool, they would probably prefer that it be automatic and not have to think about it too much. Yeah, but that, but that, the, the, like the case back of the, of the real one looks way like that. You can tell oh. there's a big difference with the face. Oh my gosh. I mean, like, you don't even want to look there. That is just an embarrassing comparison. <laughs> yeah. Just like so different. Yeah. Yeah. Like the front, the front obviously is different too, but like it's got, like at a quick glance, you might be mistaken it, but the back is just way different. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, 
<laughs> so, yeah. How did I get on this kick? Talking about power reserves. That's it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I almost got that one because I was like, I've always thought the Nomos, Lam- the Nomos Lambda looks pretty cool. Um, right. But automatic. It just doesn't need to be automatic. I even yeah. considered, in my yeah. mind, just taking the rotor and the automatic winding part out of the movement <laughs> <laughs> so that it wouldn't be automatic anymore. But Could you do that? Could you convert it to a manual wind? Yeah. Oh, okay. But it depends on how that's set up. And that's the thing. I don't know anything about this watch inside. Yeah. Well, that'd be a cool experiment just to buy and open and convert it. Mm. I didn't even know you could do that. We could get a we could get a YouTube video out of that. Yeah. But but the but like if you did that to like an old Seiko five, it would be like, oh well there is no manual winding. So you took out the automatic rotor, this watch can't do anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it could be that kind of situation. And like a lot of the automatic wind stuff is sort of like modular onto the movement, so when you remove it, the manual wind and everything still works. Oh. But I, didn't I don't know that. I don't know if this is that way. Yeah, I doubt that. I mean it's it's a well like but where do these Chinese like people or not people, but Chinese they are sites people. even get the yeah, they are people. <laughs> where, do they get, where do they get the movement? Like do they make it in house? Like Guan Kin makes it in house? Uh, I think it's made by Seagull, but don't quote me. Um the thing that's surprising to me is just like this setup of power reserve and stuff there aren't a lot of watches with that style. So it's like, it feels almost like pretty custom, you know? Yeah. Like it's easier to like do like a fakie watch where it's just got like a second sub dial or like a date or something in very normal places. But this is a very unusual power reserve to incorporate into a movement. Yeah. Yeah, And, and, and it looks like it's a real power reserve, right? It says energy reserve display. Yeah. And they claim that the front glass is Sapphire. Yeah. For 70 bucks. Hey, you never know. With China, it's like they can do a lot of stuff. Yeah. Economies of scale. Yeah. Uh, just ripping off everything instead of having to pay for re- research and development. Well, it's just, well, I mean, it's just synthetic sapphire, so that could mean. Well, like all sapphire crystals are synthetic on yeah, watches. But in this case, it could mean fake. <laughs> it could just mean no like, crystal or like, something. You know what I mean? Like, no, not, maybe this yeah. is a bad translation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we told you it was fake. Don't come back saying it's not true sapphire. Yeah. The amazing thing about this, though, is that the pictures of this watch on people's wrists. Yeah. I think they actually put the watch on the wrist. Like it's yeah. not just photoshopped yeah. onto some model's wrist, which you see yeah. like all the time. <laughs> you know what's funny? If you go down, okay, so if you start from the top there's like two youtube videos and then it gives the descriptions right yeah and and, it, and if you read the points the third point life water resistant yeah what does that mean yeah, yeah i don't even know what that means life water sounds like some like <laughs> fiji water type thing yeah life water in fact i'm sure that company exists i'm sure life water <laughs> is like a bottle yeah, of water how, how can it not it That's has just, to be such a good name <laughs> Um, and it's not a mistake because if you go down to the specification on a function, it goes water resistance, life water resistant. Yeah, it is. It's on a there. spec. Yeah. So, well, now you've kind of talked me into it. Maybe I should get this, <laughs> try to take off the automatic winding part and just make it into what I want it to be. Well, here's an idea. Maybe buy from Chris. No, that too soon. <laughs> 
well, this watch is already fake. Yeah. <laughs> right. Allegedly. Allegedly. Okay. Yeah. Let's. Okay. But yeah, maybe I will, because that could be that could be fun. And you know, these watch uh, movements are very hard hard to find good information on, so it'd be kind of hard to know without just buying it. Yeah, it's really interesting to see what's inside. And I would be very satisfied if I was able to take off the automatic winding mechanism and just have yeah. it work. Yeah. Because that's what I would I would have bought it that way. Yeah, and and it'd be pretty like besides you know it being uh uh. A replica not a replica but like a homage it's like it's it's manual wind if you could if you could convert it yeah okay well maybe maybe i'll take another look at this <laughs> but if if it can be removed it's so easy i don't even think i'd take it out of the case i just leave it in there and just screw off the automatic winding mechanism and put the case back back on but would you take the rotor off because then you could see more of the uh, more of the internals in the back yeah that's part of it there'd be no rotor yeah, but I'm yeah, so I'm curious. Yeah, well, I guess this rotor would move anyway, so you could see all around eventually, even with automatic. Yeah, but I hate that. Yeah, and the power reserve thing. <laughs> well, you know, we didn't get to our main topic today, but I feel like we had a vigorous discussion. Yeah, for sure. I'm just, just blown. I'm still blown away by the news. Yeah, so we had the big news. We had Luke's perfect watch setup, and then this slight distraction of this nomos lambda the guan king uh <laughs> yeah i don't know if stunden it says 35 stunden is that ours in german are they trying to make it seem more german where, where does it say stunden on the dial it says energy reserve 35 stunden yeah 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 i i, I yeah i saw that i don't know what that is and to me the energy reserve doesn't even look straight oh I mean, yeah here weird. it says Gong Reserve, 84 Stunden on the Nomos. <laughs> so the Nomos has 84 hours power reserve. This one's got a very more standardy slash low tier. Um... See, I, I like that because that means, they are, that means they probably do have an actual power reserve and they just didn't rip off the 80 whatever hours. Cause they, and they just oh, yeah. Yeah, because they would just put more... it on the dial. Like, like, yeah. Old school Chinese fakey ripoffs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is nowhere near eighty whatever hours. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, now I'm stuck. But oh, and the other thing that you can tell about this is how obviously not real steel, uh, heat treated blue these hands are. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They're like painted. Yeah, they're so obviously painted. Like, if I make a video of this, I'm gonna get some macro of those hands. <laughs> they will be hideous. It comes in different colors though. There's a rose gold. I, I mean, I wonder if the rose gold one if they're all painted on. Yeah, which one is your favorite? Uh, well, I'm looking at the optional colors picture, and two of them look to be the same. Oh, I guess the, I guess the steel color is different. Uh, I would say just the just the one they've show most in the stock photos, the the middle one, like the white dial with the blue hands. Yeah, yeah. The other like one, just... the one that's actually the most nomosy, is the rose gold with rose gold hands. Yeah, see, but if that's painted on rose gold, that could look real bad in real life. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you know? I think they have that actual color scheme with Nomos. Yes, they do. Okay. So that's the one that's the most close close to the Nomos because the uh, they don't have one that's not in yeah. gold, I don't think. I mean, at least not on the website for the Nomos 39. Yeah. 
I'm looking at there's yeah there's only those what three colors? yeah there's three colorways all with gold cases yeah the black I mean all of the real ones look nice but oh they look gorgeous I mean yeah whatever you have to say about whether or not you like power reserves they, yeah they do I look mean, nice they're nice yeah and they're, as you zoom in on their images they just keep looking better as you go in yeah and and like to me like I like these colorways of the real nemos are more like they're more traditional whereas like the guanquin ones are like more like you know just get whatever modern. you want yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want a black dial you want a blue dial we do all sorts of dials they all cost us 50 cents <laughs> anyway it was a bit of a show had a good time is there anything you'd like to tell the people no no just um just let us know if there's any feedback for the show and uh, if there's any topics you guys want to hear. Um, what you guys think of this whole... Um, Horology whatever, house thing? Yeah, this whole... I don't even know what to, what, what to call it. It's so big. This whole fiasco. Yeah. I mean, even though it seems like, oh, he's probably not innocent, I kind of hope <laughs> that he's innocent because... That oh would be crazy God. if he was innocent, if it found out he was innocent. Then you want to hear the whole story. Yeah, but if he's not innocent, like, the worlds of hurt that are coming down on this man. Yeah. Legally, civilly, his reputation. What if people find out way later that it was a fake and they want their money back? A, if he's in jail and he's bankrupt, how you can't even pay them back? (laughs) So now you're stuck with with a fake watch, which you didn't even, which up until then you thought was real. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and... The fact that the watch, I mean, okay, I'm not going to talk more about Horology <laughs> Let us know what you guys think, you know. We're very interested. Yeah. Um, and uh, the Instagram has been a little quiet, but I'm going to throw up some photos so you can look forward to that, guys. And we'll see you next week. We'll continue to discuss gears, springs, oils, watches, brands, all things watches, and watchmaking.